0: Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. What's up,
1: everyone? Welcome to another week of Star Wars news. I'm Steph Brian Cage, who's office daughter, Lost I'm here with my co-pilot, my favorite person on Earth, Aww. Brian Nelson, head of Popcorn Talk.
0: Thank you so much, Steph. It has been such an incredible week of Star Wars news. Oh my gosh. But it's been a long week. I think we're in week nine of quarantine And it's just been Mandalorian, Mandalorian, Mandalorian. How are you doing?
1: Good. I was actually thinking it is nice because I'm actually in pajamas. I just put on a little bit of makeup. And that is the one plus about doing shows that are from home.
0: This is the way. That's what I'll say. This is the way.
1: Also, Rye is the absolute tits because Rye got me a. um, He dropped off when I was in LA. Yeah. We should have had them. We should have have had them. We'll bring them next time. He got me a mask that he also has with Baby Yoda on it. It's so cute.
0: Now Baby Yoda face mask for protection. Got it on Etsy. Really cool. Yes. Yeah. So I was it's happy so to, awesome. sh- to share that, Miss Steph Sabra. I was also gonna say shout out to the live chat guys. Thank you so much for tuning into us. I'll be shouting you out the whole whole show. Throw in your comments down there. What do you think of all this amazing news we're throughout the day? Shout out to the live chat.
1: Shout out. Also. Fun week because Ryan and I actually disagree on our first our first topic of the week, and I love when we disagree because it doesn't happen a lot, but when it does, it's pretty like opposite sides of the spectrum. So obviously, there in the Mandalorian season one in the Gunslinger episode, we did think during our after show that we would that that was Boba Fett because it was the same sound of his boots as Empire Strikes Back. I think. Was the scene that we heard? I, about it and was I it? actually
0: thought it was someone else. I actually checked oh, the you tape. Did? Yeah, I thought it was Cad Bane. Who is a he's a character from the Clone Wars, and we, there's a lot of Clone Wars news in relation to the Mandalorian this week. But I thought it was a different bounty hunter, and it's still not confirmed that that is the bounty hunter that was at the end of that episode. But we could probably might be yeah.
1: I don't okay. So, here's the thing I keep going back and forth with. So, obviously, we have Tamara Morrison who's reprising his role as Boba Fett. Crazy, and there's been, yeah, that was insane because you, we just there's already been the addition of Ahsoka, but nothing's been truly, truly confirmed or any solid facts of what their role is going to be like. So, I thought maybe if he was coming back as Boba Fett. I'd be okay with flashbacks of him. I don't love the idea of him coming back from the Sarlacc pit. Now, why is though... that? Okay, because <sighs> sorry, I just think that is just.
0: You think he's lazy?
1: I think it's lazy, and in canon, it's never happened before. I know in um, Star Wars Legends, I believe yeah. that it's happened a few times. I just think it's like, bro, this guy literally got taken by this gross pit. And you expect me to just think he's going to jump out and be cool.
0: Oh, my gosh. I, look, I, I I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but the, first of all, incredible news. Tamara Morrison. Yeah, this is the yeah guy. I love him. I, I love mean, like, him. This is amazing. Uh, we, I had hoped that he was going to be announced for Mandalorian Season 2 to reprise his role as Rex because, you know, this is the guy who played Jango Fett in Attack of the Clones. This is the guy that they, they – cloned the entire clone army after which was jango fett and he even cloned his son which was revealed in attack of the clones as boba fett he said hey you can clone me use me use my physique as your clone army model but give me a son and have him age normally not twice the speed so we, we know that his son will grow up to look just like him so it makes sense that he would reprise his role as a fett but this time it's boba i'm really excited about that I buy it. I, there there were there were rumors that there were some video games that kind of alluded to like oh maybe he flew out, maybe he got out. I'm into it, but you can't get over the Sarlacc pit, can you?
1: No, I can't, but I am, I totally see the possibility of him coming back as Captain, or as him playing Captain Rex. That makes sense to me, and I, I think that would be really, really cool, especially with Soka. That makes, that just makes more sense. I, the reason I don't think it's just a flashback with, Bo, with Boba Fett is because of that scene with uh, Shanik or Fennec Shan.
0: Right, and I think, our our Mandalorian co-host Christian Blatt also hosted Marvel movie news. That's earlier in Thursday mornings. He tweeted out with a hot take saying he thinks Boba Fett's just going to appear in a flashback, a Mandalorian flashback. Which I I just don't see that happening. I, Neither I, I, do I. They were so sparse with the flashbacks last season, and I don't know if there's much story. To reveal, other than that night of a thousand tears, I think it was referred to. I think that's what Gideon referred to it as. Like, he, that's he, there's some reason yeah. Gideon has that saber. Uh, so yeah, that, they might flash back to that, but I think that I'd be a little disappointed if that's all we got for Boba Fett. This yeah,
1: is- if you're gonna do it, just do it. I don't think it's a flashback either, especially because that gunslinger scene I think is Boba Fett, and I mm. think that was really, really deliberate. And it only, like, I, I would. I don't know. It could be what your theory is of who you think it is. But to me, that's kind of just solidifying that that was Boba. So
0: would you, you don't want it. You, you think it's weird that he was able to survive.
1: Yeah. Yeah and okay this is also the thing right I love that the Mandalorian kind of did something new and outside of the Skywalker story that we've seen and I think that's why people loved it so much and so when you keep throwing back all these characters that we've grown attachments to it just seems like an easy route for you to be like you will love this because Mm. you already love these characters
0: Mm. I agree with that yeah I think it's it's an easy route, but I also think it makes sense. One thing that the Clone Wars did so well was they they fixed a lot of aspects of the prequels. And yeah, there might have been some quote-unquote retconning, but I don't think it's retconning in terms of like, this is lazy, we're just going to take it back. I think they made it work and they made the overall story a little bit more interesting. With this one, I think one of the biggest critiques of Return of the Jedi is how Boba Fett goes out. Like he gets accidentally knocked on his back in his jetpack and he just falls <laughs> in. And it's funny.
1: Yeah. We don't
0: necessarily need anything more than that. But I think it'd be I think it's a really cool idea if he climbed out and survived. Like what would he be up to?
1: I just think that when that movie was made, it was intended that he was dead. And so it would be different if like there was a scene where we see someone like crawling out or jetpacking out, but there wasn't at all. So it's just going against what the intention was originally, which I don't always hate when they do that because you ha- I mean, something should be changed, I guess, if you have the freedom to do it. But that I don't know. I, I'm going to be excited. I like the actor and I think they'll do something fine with it. I just don't I'm not obsessed with that idea at all.
0: Yeah, I you know, so uh, from what I'm getting, you're psyched at the actor's return, but you're not psyched about the yeah. Fat. And (laughs) I think it would make sense for him to also return as Captain Rex, which they haven't announced that yet. But the fact that Ahsoka Tanu is in this show Mm -hmm. and we know that Rex is with Ahsoka Tanu, I think that'd be pretty epic. It would also give that actor, we give Tamara Morrison the opportunity to play two characters, different ages, different storylines. Like how awesome would that be? We haven't really seen that in Star Wars where we get two actors playing the same person.
1: Yeah. And I do think that would be dope because I think a lot of people don't I think if you're not a really, really diehard fan, the whole clone situation in all the movies is a little bit confusing. Like you could totally, I bet you my sister who watches the movies and likes them but isn't like a serious fan doesn't really get the whole cloning process and why Rex would look like Boba Fett and all of that. So I think it would be interesting to the normal viewer.
0: It would flesh it out a little more. I think it it would connect the prequels in a really cool way and tie it all together. Cause I remember people were mad about the, the reveal that Boba Fett ended up being a clone. Like they, yeah, he's Jango Fett's son, but they, I think they were just mad. Like, Oh, it's the same guy. And you know, George Lucas even went back when he, and he re-edited Empire Strikes Back to change the voice to make it sound just like it's Tamara Morrison's voice. So I think it's cool. I can't wait to see what they do with it. Do you think it's going to be like one episode or do you think he's going to have a presence throughout?
1: I think it's gonna be it might be multiple episodes but not a big character kind of just looping in potholes but i don't know maybe but we do there it's the godfather's birthday george lucas we almost forgot we almost forgot (laughs) happy birthday
0: dude i we just did a a huge tribute on the uh, popcorn talk network instagram (laughs) just shouting the master out and just a bunch of thank yous really like We can't, it's sad because I feel like we can't give him anything comparable to what he's given us. And uh, just like, thank you for creating this universe, creating these characters, sharing these stories, sharing the characters with other creators, and ultimately making movies and dreaming.
1: Yeah. A billion dollars would be nice. That is a nice way of saying thank you because we have made the man very, very wealthy. Yeah. But it's true, his mind is amazing. It's, it's no there's very few people on earth creatively who's gonna be able to do what he has done.
0: There is no you know, there is no Star Wars, there is no show, there's no Mandalorian without him. He is the reason we have all of this. And it's just amazing to think like this one guy People just think, oh, he came up with the New Hope and these characters, but the dude has come up with everything, and, he, and he's also moved just film in general, legions beyond. He, he's pathed the way, he's pioneered filmmaking with with visual effects, with models. The dude has done so much for film. He's just happy birthday, man! <laughs> yeah,
1: in comics and everything, so it's pretty crazy. Yeah, shout out. Uh, this is exci- other exciting news. Katie Sackhoff uh, is rumored to be playing action Boca- in uh, Mandalorian bo in season two, which is really exciting. I know that obviously you have probably more to say about this from the animated series.
0: Yeah, uh, sorry, I'm just seeing right now on, on uh, Twitter, apparently like YouTube is down right now. <laughs> no I, way. I think we're still streaming, but like I've tried to go on to the chat and everything, and a lot of it's just down, so unfortunately, I don't know if we're going to have much of a live chat this episode, just giving like a quick update. Our stream seems to be completely fine, but yeah, everyone's tweeting about it, like YouTube is just down right now, so it's just Steph and I talking Wow. Katie Sackhoff, yeah. Um, speaking of Katie Sackhoff... Dude, I have so much to say.
1: Yeah, I, I want to hear it.
0: <laughs> I mean, first of all, when you talk about a modern-day Linda Hamilton, yeah, I'm bringing in Terminator. <laughs> I I she is a badass, and all the yes. characters she has played have been badasses. And what I think is so awesome about this news is she voiced Pocotan in the Clone Wars. So they're giving that voice actor performance to her now she can play it in live action. She she was in Battlestar Galactica, Starbuck. She was in Longmire. She was in the Riddick movies with uh, Maria Menunos' really good friend, Vin Diesel. I think she, this is awesome news. It's a no-brainer. I want the, the big question, though, Steph, is some people think she is the armorer from Mandalorian Season 1. Like the other Mandalorian that was crafting the armor. They think that that might low-key be Bo-Katan. Uh, Wait,
1: no, wasn't that...
0: It was a different actress season one, but they, yeah. they think that that might end up being, because they never really gave a name to that character. So they huh. that, that's an option. What's really cool about her character, just for those who might not know, uh, in the Clone Wars, her, this, her character, bo sister, was the duchess, the queen of Mandalore, and was tragically killed, and then she helped in this final episodes of Clone Wars that just came out with the Siege of Mandalore. So she is acquainted with Ahsoka Tanu. She knows all these people. So Ahsoka's, we already know, is going to be popping up this season. Now we know the Bo-Katan is as well. I'm just all the more hyped that Katie Sackhoff's playing her.
1: Yeah, me too. I think that she's going to be really... She's just so dope, and I think so that this dope. role will be so cool. It did make me think about... Um, Ashley Eckstein and her not being a So uh, I thought that was. Yeah, I mean it's it just sometimes doesn't work out like that.
0: Well, that's a, it's an interesting topic to bring up. I think the big difference is Ashley Eckstein is way more of a straight up voice actress, and Katie Sackoff it's actually unusual for her to do, be doing a lot of voice acting. So she, she's she's done a yeah. on screen and she has the, the physical presence. Like she she's done a lot of these combat roles. So I think it's quite fascinating. Uh, it's just a really inspired pick and I wonder how long they thought about this, uh, about incorporating her into a live action series because it's a really cool role. Like she is a, a badass in the show. She's a badass in real life and she's actually been tweeting out a lot of her quarantine workout routines over the past couple of weeks, which are really cool, and she goes like really in depth. It's not like a, a real; she actually like shows what she's she's up to with the trainer and everything. So, wow, she, yeah, she's legit. And t- the idea that they already filmed it and everything, like it's already in the can. We're we're gonna see her come October.
1: I know. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Rye, because it's true that voice acting is requires. Just as much skill as an actor to do it properly but the only difference is is that the physicality oftentimes does not match the character that the actor is portraying
0: yeah uh that's a a great point as well i am just so hyped like we are we're tying in so many things from the clone wars to this next season of of the mandalorian like we got Mm -hmm. we got boba fett we got bo katan And there's just a ton of – Ahsoka Tanu. I could not be more excited. There's all these jokes going around on just the Star Wars Twitter this week. Like, they're going to announce a show (laughs) with no one It's pretty soon because it feels like they're just saying everyone. Everyone's in this. this Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all going down.
1: (laughs) So true. Speaking of conversations on Twitter about Star Wars – there was a, a clip from the gallery, The Mandalorian on Disney Plus, of Dave Filoni talking about Episode One and kind of how pe- obviously there's obvious controversy of how people perceive that movie and in particular Anakin. No. And he was talking. He was talking about how Qui Gon uh, was the father figure for Anakin and his death was kind of what set Anakin on the path that he was. And uh, Obi Wan was just a brother figure to him. And then, wh- explain what the debate was on Twitter. What what, 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 How did the rest ensue? Right.
0: Yeah. So, essentially, this is what happened. Uh, first off, there's the, the, that Mandalorian docu series going on Disney Plus, like you just said, and uh, a bunch of people on Twitter, including someone who's in our YouTube space, Adam ha- Havoc Havlak, uh said well, everyone was too busy criticizing Jar Jar and and focusing on, like, some visual effects criticisms. They were missing some deep underlying themes throughout the whole movie. And uh, attaching that clip went viral. Like, it, that, that, that spread like wildfire. Everyone was sharing that and all about that. And then there was some opposing viewpoints, including some critics like Scott Mendelson saying what happened to film analysis? Like, yeah, that's always been there. Like, haven't you guys always seen that? Like, I've always been aware that you can have these interesting points in a movie, it could still be bad. So the debate became like, hey, some people actually didn't really see that before, and hearing Dave Filoni talk about it made them rethink the movie a little, whereas this guy's kind of raining on their parade, and and (laughs) it's not just him, it was a few other people, but uh, it's an interesting debate. Like, have you ever thought about Phantom Menace like that?
1: Um... Yeah, I I feel like Qui-Gon was put in the father role since he took Anakin from in the first place because you know Anakin is now saying bye to his mom which is his only like true family left. So I guess I saw that. I like episode one. A lot of people don't. And I totally get why you wouldn't. Because I think if you're a critic and at his level, because I do know how talented he is, it makes sense. I get the controversy and the complaints and the critiques of all of episode one, two, and three. But I also don't really care because I, I'm like a viewer who's like, I like it or I don't. And I just want to enjoy myself. So I do.
0: Well, Steph, let me let me throw this at you. So, one thing that really stuck out to me in that little clip there was him just talking about how Qui-Gon was a very different Jedi from the rest. Oh, yeah. Which I never had thought about it like that. Like, I knew Qui-Gon, he's a master, obviously, like, trained Obi-Wan. But I never thought of Qui-Gon Jinn until Dave Olney so elegantly spoke about him. I never really realized, like, yeah, Qui-Gon was... He's an older Jedi, and he was kind of one of the last guys that was a master before this whole war broke out, before the Clone War broke out. And uh, even in Episode 2, Yoda kind of realizes like, a, the majority of the Jedi are just now these warriors, they're, they're battle, they're soldiers, and they've kind of lost that old way. And it's interesting because in the Clone Wars, that's one of the reasons Ahsoka Tano leaves the Order is because yeah. she thinks the Jedi have kind of lost their way a little bit. So to think totally. oh, Qui-Gon was one of these last Jedi that had the way, it's really fascinating.
1: I agree completely. I love Qui-Gon. And I think, and I think that in hindsight, it, it's like you were presented the dark side and the lights, uh, light side. So like you... It was hard. You obviously voted for all of the Jedis and loved them all, but you didn't really think about, like, they were really annoyed. Steph,
0: there is a guy behind you. (laughs) There's a guy behind you.
1: (laughs) It's Dad.
0: Okay. I was a little worried for a second.
1: Oh, my God. That's how you would warn me? If there was actually someone about to choke me out or kill me, you would just say, Steph, there's a guy behind you. Steph, there
0: was just a guy standing behind you, and I was like,
1: He's, like, 400 feet away and outside.
0: There, okay, he moved, but for a second he was just kind of, like... like I, 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 I'm telling you, like, if you look at the playback, there was... <laughs> I'm sorry that's how I told you, but uh, I just had to point it out. It's okay, Raya,
1: thanks for being concerned.
0: <laughs> sorry to interrupt.
1: <laughs> I was saying <laughs> that the the Jedi, low-key, were very annoying. Like Mace, Yoda, even at times, Obi-Wan at times were so annoying for the reason, like I disagree a lot with Anakin because he was just like wild for most of it. But I do see the the qualities in you that you're like, you're not much better than the dark side because you're being so controlling and so military, like militant that I understand that. And that's why I do like Qui-Gon. And I do think that he brought that that idea into plain view in a way I haven't thought about before.
0: Yeah, and it's it's just so typical Star Wars. Like anything you bring up, like it's just gonna have this real drastic opposing opinions, even if it's just someone identifying a theme that wasn't really obvious to a lot of people. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like the clip and I'm digging that this documentary series and I can't wait for the rest. I think we got like seven left. Uh yeah. not seven. Five left.
1: I know, I started the second episode, but I didn't get to finish it yet.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. What else we got, Steph? And then,
1: oh, also, the man that talking about bringing everyone back for season two and three, they're going to bring back uh, an original Star Wars VFX producer. Let me get his name. Well, what's cool. Uh, while you're oh, po- Phil Tippett.
0: Phil Tippett, that's right. Yeah, I what mean... What were you saying? They're bring- I, I think they might have announced, like, oh, yeah, we got season three. Like that, It's been greenlit. But the idea that they're already they're already writing like they're already producing they're already getting the team together they're really on top of it i could not be more excited Well, it's
1: totally the time to write and i was talking to roxy roxy strier about this she's also a fellow popcorn talker but she uh we were talking about how it's the perfect time to write because we can't do anything else so i bet you that they're having a bunch of zoom writers meetings right now and just flushing it all out it's it's really all they can do and it's smart business i think because they can start rolling
0: it's all they can do and but it, and beyond writing like this shows how they're really ahead of the game with 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 this series because they're already getting the the creatives together like i bet they're doing models they're doing some some storyboarding they're so on top of it and that's what that's one thing that's been so comfortable <laughs> about the mandalorian ever since it was announced it just feels like they've they're on top of it like every yeah. decision confidence i have there's been zero to no reports of like, reshooting, which is not a bad thing, reshoots. It's just, like, they they really have planned it out and mapped it out for a long period of time.
1: Reshooting does low-key suck, though. Yeah. It's, like, it's not a killer, but it does show that something is a little bit off.
0: You know, I think sometimes it can be good. Uh, I'm, not, I'm actually not as opposed to reshoots as a lot of people. I just think sometimes it's how late in the game uh it, it depends it, there's always some nuances to reshoots if if you just finish shooting and like day one of the editing room oh we're missing this go back and shoot cool but if you're like a month out from release you're testing things they're not working then it's like okay something they didn't notice this until like really late and that's where i get a little concerned
1: yeah yeah Um, oh, this is a story I don't really want to report on because it just seems obvious to me, but I feel like I have to. Mark Hamill had an interview with E and he was saying how he won't return. He probably, he's just closing that chapter of returning to Star Wars because he's done it. And to me, I just feel like it's such an easy question for reporters to ask because obviously it will get pressed, but I wouldn't necessarily, if the Skywalker series saga is over, why would he return? And I just, I just feel like, as an actor, he needs to be doing other stuff, like in the shadows, which he just got introduced as a new character in.
0: Oh yeah, what we do—that's right. What, what we do, we in, the do in the shadows. Uh, yeah, it's he. He wrote a love letter to Star Wars a few weeks yeah. back about like saying thank you. I think that was when the Blu-ray came out, and I thought that was really cool, really sincere. Goodbye. Me too. I, I think I, I thought this was rather obvious as well. I'm still assuming if there's like a voice acting role in an animated show, he would maybe return or yeah, for maybe a cameo here and there. Like I, 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 although this sounds like he's not even into the cameoing as Luke Skywalker anymore, which again, no, I don't blame him, but I kind of like that. If, if, the, if uh occasion arised.
1: Yeah, I guess. I think the MCU does a really good job of dabbing in characters and different storylines in their different individual films I just feel like, I don't know. I would be definitely okay with it. I love the guy. Are you kidding me? But I don't, I totally am fine with him not doing any more of that.
0: Yeah. uh, He's, (laughs) there's no even dues to pay anymore. He's done so much for a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. I, I, I think it'd be really cool though if if he did continue just doing like some voice work with Star Wars. And, you know, he's, he's the biggest fan. He's always going to champion it. He was even talking about the Mandalorian this week and Boba Fett coming back. Like, he's the best. Uh, What'd he but, say? Uh, I mean, he said... I, I actually have the quote right here. He said, I thought he was a decade into getting digested at this point. Uh, there's so many ways they can go, and John Favreau and Dave Filoni are both the right people for the job. They know it better than I do, which is the biggest you could get.
1: Yeah, that is. Yeah. Also, G- John Favreau and Dave Filoni are just all stars.
0: Jeez. <laughs> true true all stars for sure.
1: Should we talk about some of these rumors going around?
0: I wish we had our rumor has it sound effect. Me too. From, from Adele, who's posting a lot on Instagram lately. Yes,
1: Adele. <laughs> we see you. We see you. I've always been an Adele fan. She's she is a queen. Really? What are our so, Alistar Petri is rumored to reprise his role as David, David Draven alongside Jimmy Smith as Bail Organa, according to Bespin Bulletin um, in the Cassie Andor series. That would be pretty cool. We obviously know that uh, Bail Organa showed up in Rogue One. It would make sense. I, I It would be cool to see them.
0: I, I would have loved to see Jimmy Smith's return. I, I still feel like we haven't gotten we haven't gotten the most out of that character that we need. Like, I feel like we haven't gotten that, that big, like bite size storyline from Bail Organa quite Yeah. Yet. Cause he, he's in like a little bit of revenge of the Sith and he's in a little bit of attack of the clones, but you have this idea that like, this is the guy who, who raised Leia. Like this is the yeah. guy who, who was helping with the rebellion all between three and four and I thought it was so cool when he popped up in Rogue One. He's popped up in a few books here and there. Uh, I think he's in the Ahsoka Tanu book. I think this would be really cool. I kind of wish they were calling this the Organa series rather than the, uh, the Cassian Andor. But this raises a question, Steph. If we get Bail Organa, does that mean we're going to get Leia Organa?
1: That'd be so Cool.
0: Would you be into that? Like, do you think if they did a CG or they just casted a young one? What, and have Billy? Oh, you just, you just, <laughs> yes, that has to happen.
1: I'd be down for only oh. Billy. And if she, yeah, if that worked, I would be so into that.
0: Thing is, she's already a character though. Cause she's in Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. as that, like... Haven't
1: they done that before though?
0: Oh, they might. Well, they have, yeah, they technically have. Like they, uh... Uh, oh my gosh. I cannot believe I'm forgetting this this guy's name but it's the guy who plays r2d2 and he also played the ewoks i'm totally forgetting his name right now um
1: oh
0: oh my gosh it's gonna oh
1: my me. gosh we did a story on him baker at like weeks uh, ago. Uh, yeah with, with
0: kenny baker and then also um it's gonna come to me sorry but but he's played he's played uh multiple characters oh i know it um warwick davis that's it he, Warwick
1: Davis. he was
0: in Solo, and he's also played R2, and he's also played Ewoks. So they've done it before, but I don't think they've done it for like two human characters. Face-to-face, yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I doubt it regardless, but if they did, I would want her. Because that just seems, first of all, they look exactly like, second of all, she's an incredible actress in her own right. And third of all, that's the only way you can pay tribute to Princess Lydia. Dude, how cool would that be?
0: I would love I that. think they
1: would do it only for this specific scenario because you can't write this. You can't make this up. That would be the only time that will, I think fans would totally be okay and not really even question it. It would just be like, okay, of course you can do that. And that's how it should be if this character is going to be
0: introduced. Do you think like, uh, would you prefer, if that, well, now we're just going full on speculation here. But <laughs> if you think, if she if they did that, would you prefer she has a cameo or like a recurring bit I, i'm leaning in a series it's
1: casting and it would be a cameo yeah because it's not about her
0: agreed agreed
1: but i don't know so maybe but i doubt that another roommate a rumor roommate <laughs> is that natalie portman might reprise her role as senator padme and Or just a uh, cameo. They don't really know. But I don't really see this happening either. I'm curious what your thoughts are. Uh,
0: First of all, this is like the most biggest rumor of rumors. Ever. Yeah, this (laughs) is such a rumor. It's so vague. We have no idea. By the way, the chat's back up. I think YouTube's back up and running. So just shouting out some people. Jenna James, uh, Yash, uh, Manny. Both are Manny's. Eric. Z, thank you guys for sticking it out. I think We think YouTube was down, but uh, we've been going live, and you'll be able to watch the whole thing in the archive. Uh, we're talking if um, Natalie Portman reprised her role as Padme. I think there's – I love Natalie Portman. I think she's easily one of the best actresses Me too. working. There's a few things. So we ha- we, we actually had this author, E.K. Johnson, on. She wrote the Ahsoka book. I can never shut up about her. She just wrote two more Star Wars books since then that are both following Padme Amidala pre phantom menace and so you could go that route or you could have her pop up as like a memory maybe in your obi-wan series if you're like have a scene with darth vader i'd be really interested in that uh but other than that she we've kind of seen her story
1: yeah she was a massive part of the of all three of those films so I did. uh, I think they did her character justice. And this rumor is, I feel like, purely based off the fact that Marvel is going to get her back in Love and Thunder.
0: Oh, great call!
1: Yeah. So I, I just feel like it's like, oh, maybe she's reprising roles, and that would be awesome. I just, she's going to be like the male Thor. Of course, she would reprise that role. (laughs) That's the sickest thing I've ever heard.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like she's going to be. The next Thor like how, how cool is that uh, yeah I, I think it's possible that's what I'd say it's like I, I'm I'm open to this possibility of her returning but there's no way unless they did a prequel before Phantom Menace there's no way that she would be like a main character or have like a big role I could see like a flashback and her popping up
1: yeah Who knows? yeah and that the last rumor we already talked about would be the return of Captain Rex in the Mandalorian. Because that has not been confirmed, but that would totally make sense.
0: It would make sense. I think they could so... Again, Mandalorian's five years after Return oh. of the Jedi. And they have... This is a retcon, but they, Dave Filoni has gone back and said, I guess in the Battle of Endor, there's a rebel soldier who has this thick white beard, and he's old. And he's gone, that's Rex. Because that's how Rex looked in uh, the Rebels show. So I think it'd be so funny to see Tamara Morrison in one scene. He's just got this thick white Santa beard and he's with Ahsoka Tano. And then another, he's all shredded up from the Sarlacc pit as Boba Fett. I think that'd be really cool. And that's say. the
1: picture Dave Filoni originally tweeted that got everyone all hyped about the idea that Ahsoka Tano could reprise her role in this live action version. It's his banner. With Ka- yeah, yeah. Was with the guy with the beard, which now we can kind of think that that was Captain Rex. I think that
0: was in his banner that's definitely Rex and Ahsoka. It's just, is that him saying they're going to be in this? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I think that would be really, really, really. I would be so into that. Actually, I think that's super dope and they should do that.
0: It'd be really cool. Are you at all worried, Steph? As someone who, like, I don't know if you've watched all of Rebels, but but even, there's a lot of people who haven't watched these animated shows. Do you think they are? Do, do you think that they're gonna? People might be confused if they haven't seen both of those. Or, like, he, are, or are you uh... at all worried? Maybe it'll just inspire Mm -hmm. curiosity. No, no.
1: What they'll do because they're geniuses and the whole team working with Mandalorian is geniuses Mm -hmm. is they'll make sure that the character's written in in a way where if you know them, then you feel like so happy and probably a little bit more connected to the characters initially. But if you don't know them and have no idea of their backstory, you'll understand what you need to know.
0: Ooh, yeah. And, And I think you could... It, it makes those animated shows they stand on their own but for mm-hmm. this new content it's like hey if you want to learn more about these characters we already got two series about all of them so yeah go check them out i and... think
1: it's a smart move too that is, that's a great great point rye that they're i think there's more incentive to include characters like this because it draws attention to where they came from originally in the franchise
0: to- yeah no you're absolutely right uh, I, I think I'm only excited about it. I think it's only gonna make more people go back and watch those shows.
1: Me too. So last on our things is just some toys and games that are out. So uh, Hot Toys celebrates the end of Star Wars: The Clone Wars with a Captain Rex figure. It's actually really, really cool, but expensive. I think it was like 150 dollars <laughs> for this Clone Rex Price character. Is right. I wouldn't get it yeah the price is right let, let me see it's dope though it is really really cool i just wouldn't i don't think i would unless i was a millionaire would I, you get
0: this i would i get it it looks cool guys we'll have the link oh, to like, this oh there you go oh god that looks so awesome yeah. it's too expensive though i i think yeah i would love that as a gift if they sponsored yeah. us please send that um but yeah they've made captain rex like my favorite clone trooper and i remember before the clone wars even came out they i was just like who's this random guy they've added in like there's no, i haven't even heard they haven't mentioned this guy in the movies what's going on here and i've completely done a 180 he's my favorite they made him such an awesome character in the show and i really hope we get to finally see him in live action like we're getting a sokotano but i think the toy's great the star wars toys are always amazing and especially if it's like a black series or something like that so no i wouldn't buy it but it's definitely awesome there's there's one thing I was going to mention yeah. to Steph that I actually saw this week. It, it's not on our rundown though. Do huh. you mind if I bring it up?
1: Huh? No.
0: <laughs> okay, I won't bring it. You tell do mind. Me. <laughs> tell I want you. to
1: hear it. I don't mind.
0: Okay, okay. Here we go. <laughs> so this week there was some Disney exec that got quoted it's a Lucasfilm exec. Who was, he said, like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. It's all fake anyway. And, like, people lost their minds over it. And a bunch of <laughs> of uh, press outlets, including, like, the New York Post, were just like, can you believe this? He said this. It's like, yeah, it is fake. <laughs> like, why are people losing their minds over a guy saying it's fake anyway? Like, it, that it causes huge Wait, That's
1: hilarious. I missed that.
0: They were asking about just a. St- just certain decisions in Rise of Skywalker, and and he was like, "Listen, it's it's we're it's storytelling. It's fake anyway. Like we're we're just trying to tell interesting stories." And people got really pissed that he used the word "fake," and like, yeah, it's it's a fantasy oh sci-fi show. Like, guys, chill out. I'm almost that more stuff embarrassed. cracks
1: me up. Right?
0: Yeah, it really does. It, it just shows this the fandom can sometimes just be so. Crazy. His exact quote, this is Matt Martin, that's the name. It's all fake anyway, so you can choose to accept whatever you want as part of the story. So I think he was just trying to cool everyone's jets. You might not like certain storylines or other storylines more than others, but <laughs> everyone lost their minds over this quote.
1: Yeah, I I feel like I completely agree with his quote.
0: Yeah, and... I th- and j- just before that to give him all the benefit of the doubt he said to summarize there's a reason that we need to to internally know what is and isn't canon we're talking about Star Wars canon so we can keep our line of official storytelling as aligned as possible but it doesn't mean fans can't individually pick and choose what they accept as true this is kind of what we were just talking about with the animated shows you know yeah like, you don't have to watch them no, yeah but you can yeah. if you want
1: god the fan bases are so toxic sometimes.
0: I know. Just got to have open arms. Accept it with open arms, people.
1: Yeah. I just – I don't have the energy to be that angry about anything except for, like, awful humans. But
0: And Boba Fett being alive, no. apparently.
1: I didn't say – I did not <laughs> drag anyone. I just said I'd like to see the Sarlacc pit footage. Thank you. Right. Okay. This one I'm really uh, – I. So Star Wars Episode One: Racer, the game, was originally released in 1999 on Nintendo Switch. Hmm. But uh, there was... Or no, the Nintendo Switch version was scheduled to arrive May 12th of this year. Two days yeah, ago. PS- yeah, I know. And the PS4 version was supposed to be May 26th, but both have been delayed because of coronavirus. I actually want to get a PS4 to play this game.
0: Though, Yo, I have back. a PS4. <laughs> Really? Yes, and Darth Vader. We on have it. to
1: play it.
0: <laughs> we have to play it. They've been doing this a lot with with some cool, with some great games lately. They've been remastering uh, a bunch of the old Star Wars games, and I think that I never played this one to be honest. I wonder if anyone in our live chat has. But yeah, if it once it comes out, you got to get a PS4, and we yeah. just got to play this nonstop.
1: This might get me into gaming because this I actually love racing things. I don't <laughs> like killing that's just so not in me so mm. i i'm told like they should make a game that is the government part of star wars so i want to <laughs> be padme or leia as a general in deciding the leadership role so i don't have to kill anyone like I just risk
0: like, like you want
1: yes i'm telling them what what i'm giving them orders i'm not killing anyone
0: whoa so you don't want you want to play a star wars game where there's no killing
1: no i would be okay with it happening because that happens i just don't love like sneaking out to shoot Mm. people yeah
0: i don't play call
1: of duty or any of those games because they're just when i see people really get into killing people like grand theft auto when people just go out of their way to hit strippers on the side of the road i think something's wrong you shouldn't be doing that for fun
0: i'll tell you though what but yeah, that you're right. So this is this game's probably right up your alley because it's it's a racing yes. game. It's it's a good change of pace for the majority of the Star Wars games that are out. Uh almost like a Mario Kart for Star Wars. I again I haven't played this. I'm really curious to hear other people who have and if and if this is interesting to them. they were announcing a ton of games that are being remastered, like I think Tony Hawk, uh Escape one. And I two I right played that game. Yeah, I played that as well. It's uh, yeah, it's really exciting. I personally love all Star Wars games and I would lose my mind if they made a Star Wars Grand Theft Auto. I think that would be you probably wouldn't see oh me for a month. I would just play that nonstop. Open world. Oh Grand my God. Theft
1: Auto is awful. Oh wow.
0: guys. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know every dude plays Grand Theft Auto and I do I just think it really says something about you. Wow. And I know that <laughs> I know because wow. everyone plays it, so I'm being super kind of psycho about it. I just I don't get. I think okay, if you play it and you're just doing the business part of it, sure. But every time I watch people play it, they go out of their way to be very violent because that's what the game lets you do. Dude,
0: Eon101 and Eon001 in the chat saying, "Steph wants Star Wars Animal Crossing." I ain't mad though. I agree. I think that's what you want. You you just want to build things peaceful live your life but guess what yes. there's an empire out there and that's just not the reality
1: star wars timed animal crossing make it happen steph i
0: think <laughs> we're out of time
1: i know we are but everyone in the chat, thank you so much for rocking with us. We're live every Thursday, 4 p.m. PST on the Popcorn Talk. Until next week, Ryan, where can everyone find you?
0: Hopefully, YouTube isn't down next week for half the show. But you can find me at Ryan Nilson, R Y N I L S E N on Twitter, and at Ryan Nilsson on Instagram geeking out about all star wars all the time all the movies playing video games and and i i am playing jedi fallen order right now which is the good star wars game out which we we had a voice actor in. you can go uh, watch that show in the archives steph where can people find you
1: you can find me all over social media at steph sabra on my youtube channel youtube.com slash steph sabra and we'll be back next week and until then may the force be with you all
0: happy birthday george yes (laughs)